When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Welcome back for another video. So around 34% of managers have used the first wildcard, which is lower than you might expect. There's some good fixtures to target in game week 10, and some teams have got turning fixtures this week longer term, so it's a great wildcard opportunity. In this video, we've got a wildcard team to run through. Whether yours is active, or you might have used it already, or even if you're saving it, it'll be a useful video. We've got a slight variation of the draft at the end to go through as well. Essentially, it's a Trippier and non-Trippier team, with a couple of players different in each case. So let's get into the team, and in goal, we've got Ariola. He's still only 4.2 mil, which is great value given West Ham's fixture run, starting with Everton at home this game week. Defensively, West Ham have actually been pretty unimpressive. They do rank third worst among all teams for expected goals conceded, but for 4.2 mil, you can't expect him to pull up roots. Onto the defence in the wildcard team, which is Simicas, Gabriel, and Cash. It's arguably a perfect defence for game week 10, with all three playing at home with good clean sheet odds and attacking upside. Simicas still only 3.7% owned, could be a gift for the next seven or so game weeks until Robertson's expected to be back. Before then, some notable fixtures after Forest this week include Luton, Brentford home, Fulham home, Sheffield United and Palace away. He's on some corner duties down that left side, he took three in the win against Everton. If you strip FPL back, simply put, the aim is always to stretch your value as much as possible to obtain the most points, and FPL Review has Simicast as the top points per million player in the game for the next few game weeks. I made a new table on Scout to test the theory here. We've seen people say that Sheffield United are a weak team defending set pieces, and as a consequence we saw both Byrne and Botman scoring from one in the 8-0 win. They've lost 170 aerial duels this season, which does rank second worst after Luton. To make your own tables, use the link in the description, there's hundreds of fields to choose from. So Gabriel is a known aerial threat, scoring a couple from set pieces last season, and he was actually top in the league for expected goals among defenders last season, perhaps a chance of a return here as well. Arsenal will be expected to hold Sheffield United to a clean sheet, at minimum, and long term Gabriel's got good fixtures so he's an absolute bargain for 4.7 mil. If you're tight for cash affording this team, pun not intended, then cash can be replaced by another Villa defender, like Dina or Pau Torres. 
It's worth trying to find room for him though, given that he's still top among all defenders for expected goal involvement this season. 16 shots taken is 4 more than any other defender, 27 penalty area touches also 7 more than any defender, exactly where you want him to be taking touches. Onto the midfield, which is Salah, Son, Saka and Gordon. We've got Salah captain, but it's not the week to back yourself if you've got a feeling about a player. So many great options game week 10. Forrest has got a reputation for being very solid at home but struggle on the road. If that holds true, then Salah's a must-have. Seven goals, four assists, top scoring player in the game currently. They call him the GOAT of FPL for a reason. It's funny, had Son blanked against Fulham, we'd be making the case that he's easy to drop to get double Arsenal mids and maybe Bowen. Both are notably missing from this midfield, but after a goal and assist, Son's got to be a hold. He's not even back to his absolute best yet, arguably. He's still nursing the injury, which seems to be affecting his game in some capacity, and Postacogli brought him off early again last match. Only Salah has more points among midfielders, and Watkins is only two points ahead of him. Son and Watkins both play in as strikers, but we get an extra point per goal from Son, and a clean sheet point. Given Sheffield United are such a team to target, and Arsenal attackers obvious on a wildcard, Last season, they were all pretty close, but this season Saka's been the standout. At least as far as the Odegaard vs Saka comparison, Saka's put up the far better numbers. You can make the case for Martinelli though, because it's a 0.8 mil price difference. It ultimately depends on where you can put that money to use though. We've got Gordon in the team, he's only 5.6 mil still, and he's got 3 goals, 4 assists in 610 minutes. That's a return every 87 minutes, and he was on the score sheet again last match. He's nailed for starts with Barnes injured long term, and Newcastle's long term fixtures are great. He's a perfect enabler to fund all the big hitters in your team. And we've got someone on the bench who actually rotates nicely with him if he wanted to sub Gordon off for the tougher games like Arsenal game week 11. The front three is Alvarez, Watkins and Haaland. Alvarez is having an absolutely ridiculous season, 4 goals and 5 assists, and he started in every game. My only regret in wildcarding back in game week 8 was not having both Alvarez and Watkins. He's fixture proof and he remains about as nailed as a Man City asset can be due to De Bruyne's injury. Though I'm sure at some point Pep probably will give him a rest, but it might not happen at all in the league. Bournemouth home in game 11 in particular, an amazing fixture with a lot of haul potential there. We've got Watkins vice-captain, but he's a great captain option, as are Son, Saka and Haaland. Testament to why it's a good week to wildcard when you've got 5 genuine captain options in your starting 11. How often can we say that? Emery's done an unbelievable job since taking charge of Villa. Since Emery took charge, Haaland and Salah have got 35 returns, Watkins has 32. A fraction of the price of the big hitters, but he's going toe-to-toe -to -toe with them. The boat's probably sailed and going no Haaland given the next two games. If he blanks in both of them, then you could make the case for selling before Chelsea, Liverpool and Tottenham, but you'd expect him to deliver in the coming weeks, so Haaland completes the 11. We have to be careful writing Haaland off. His ownership's bleeding, but we know he's got Hall in him in absolutely any game. He's really the only player that you could see dropping back-to-back hat-tricks and it wouldn't surprise you, and that is something he did last season anyway. The bench is Turner, Byrne, Adinger and Taylor. Adinger a crazy differential of 0.4% ownership. Brighton have got a great run of games ahead, and you can start him over Gordon when he faces Arsenal and maybe Man United. March picked up what looks like a serious knee injury, and he could be out for the season, worst case scenario. Adinger started for all the last five, so that spot looks like it's even more secure now. Palmer's also 5 mil, who is the more popular enabler, and if you prefer him, that's perfectly fine. Palmer is on penalty duties, but he does have far worse fixtures. I don't know about you, but I love to have one or two differentials so you can really root for, because they'll have a massive impact on your rank if they deliver. This team's got three in Simakas, Gordon and Adingra. 
But we're ignoring the elephant in the room, which is Trippier. He's having another top season, and many of you quite fairly see him as essential. So what does the Trippier wildcard look like? Here's how the Trippier wildcard looks, and if you're one of those that fast forwards to the end of the video, then rewind for the 3-4-3 draft without him. The player that looks easiest to take out is Alvarez. If you drop him down to Archer and upgrade Burn to Trippier, then you've got a bit of extra money in the bank as well, but a lighter bench, that's the trade-off. It's a tight call, which team do you prefer? Lastly, let's talk a few players that almost made it into the wildcard. Mitoma, who's 6.5 mil, he's actually played 90 minutes on all but two occasions this season. And there was that one game where he was benched, but he scored a brace off the bench. Bowen's another one, he's got 7 goals, 1 assist, and we mentioned West Ham's fixture run, so he's one worth considering. If you're really tight for money, you could have Bowen and Diaby over Son and Gordon, for example. If you've not seen the players to buy video, that'll be on screen shortly. The top goalkeeper for Game Week 10 is Raya, who's one you could have in goal over Turner or Areola. Trent's a really exciting pick and he's got crazy low ownership, but Simicast for 3.4 mil cheaper seems like too much of a gift to pass up on, and it's probably enough to deter from picking him up on a wildcard. One player I've not seen anywhere really flying under the radar is Lyle Foster. He's got three goals and two assists this season despite Burnley's struggles, and Burnley have got really good long-term runner fixtures. He's 5 mil, so in an ideal world, if you can find 0.5 mil somewhere, he's a massive upgrade over Archer. Make no mistake, as great as a 2.4.5 million forward is like Archer, Archer's got an expected goal involvement every 698 minutes, which ranks worst in the league. Besides Martial, he's barely played anyway. Thanks for watching. There's lots of great FPL content to come this week, so make sure you subscribe him. See you soon for the next one. Sports Social Podcast Network.